Media.pro. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple, to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So come on over into our world. I know you'll like it, because on today's show... And welcome to Friday at noon. I hope everybody's having a great day. The weather's outside is not frightful. It's very nice, I think. And we'll talk to Nathan in just a moment. But first of all, I want to let you know that the stories that we're going to be telling you today involve your pets and more specifically your cats. And uh, we've got a cat whisperer here who knows more about cats than I've ever even thought of. So I'm Hopefully, you'll stay for the entire hour, and we can talk about your cat, and we're going to be taking your calls and seeing uh, if if she can help you maybe explain their behavior and what they're doing and what they're up to. And first of all, I got to talk to Nathan because um, how you doing, my friend? Hey there, Kevin. Doing well. Just got back from a little bit of a trip to the east side of the United States. Just a tiny one, only a few days, but well spent. Oh my gosh! And so you don't mind getting in a plane and flying for hours, and then, and then getting off and all that stuff? Uh, no, especially since last night I was uh, gifted an upgrade to premium class, so I got to enjoy some extra perks and, more importantly, really good leg room. <laughs> for you, for you, that's an issue. For yes, uh, it is because you're a little longer than most of us. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you and Dana, Dana's over six feet and. And you're six six, I think, aren't you? Yes. So when I get in the exit row seat, it's always a big gift to me, since that's typically where you get the most leg room. It, it is indeed. You know, we've got a great uh, show for you today, and uh, and Sylvie uh, is uh, Sterling is gonna is gonna join us in just a second. But I got it because you and I used to do together a show um uh animal world which is done on sundays with martha norwalk mm-hmm. and martha has always said and i know you've heard this probably many times that dog had dogs have masters cats have staff yes and that is very true and we're going to find out all about that and because uh, we have somebody who understands cats and does a great deal with them so i know you have a dog do you have any cats too nope never had a cat growing up but uh, a couple of dogs. I've had cats and I've bled with cats because I I touched them the wrong <laughs> way. And, yeah. and, and they've scratched me and stuff. In any event, I want to introduce our um, co-host for the hour. Her name is Dana Parker. And Dana, how are you, my Hi, friend? Good. How are you? I'm good. Now, are you a cat person or a dog person? I'm going to be honest. I'm a dog person. And uh, mostly because I don't understand cats. So I'm excited for today. <laughs> Me too. So yeah. uh, I t- did a 15-minute um, uh, interview with her uh, just to set up for this one. And and she said that I had karma around cats. And so I, which is probably why I've never had a terrific relationship with one. But this mostly was my fault. Um, so in any event, let's go ahead and bring on Sylvie now and, uh, we'll talk about, we'll talk about all of that and so much more. Sylvie, how are you? Hi, I'm good. Hello. So good to be here. Well, it's such a pleasure to have you here. And you know, you did what I think a lot of us do and the ones that are kind of plugged into, and that is that you had a, a successful career. You were in Hollywood and you were an executive there. But, but that didn't seem to satisfy you. 
you said what I said years ago, which is, why am I here and what am I actually here to do? And you said that and suddenly you found your calling, which was to work with cats and become a cat whisperer. Have, have you always loved cats and been around cats? Yeah, yeah. Cats were my first love when I was a kid. Um, I grew up with cats and with dogs, and I felt so comfortable around animals, and especially cats were just my first love. I've always loved them ever since. Ever since I can think, um, I've been around cats. So when, yes, yeah, so after my 20-year career in, in the movie industry, I just got this inkling that something, I needed to change something, I needed to find my purpose, I needed to to do something more meaningful than just watch movies all day long. Um, and not all day long, to be honest. Is, no, but, is um, there something more meaningful than that? I can't. Right? No. But it was just this, this yearning I had, I needed to, to do something more meaningful. And I did some soul searching but it didn't really take me long to know that it had to have you know i really wanted to work with cats so i switched careers i went cold turkey i quit my job and i jumped into this new calling that i had found and i've been doing this for six seven years now professionally and um i can honestly say that i love what i do and i do what i love and there's just nothing that makes me happier than cats well, and that's that's really cool. And I got to ask you now. I said at the top of the show, and you heard this: is this true that you know dogs have masters and cats have staff? Is that is that a true statement, or is there some nuances there that I need to know about? There's some nuances. So yes, it's true. Dogs are more; they have masters, and they will they they have they are very loyal and obedient, and they love their. They love their, I don't like the word owners, but they love their people, but so do cats. And yes, they will do whatever it is that they want to do. They have their own free will. I always say cats are, to my knowledge, the only animals that have completely free will like we do. So they will do whatever they want to do. But that being said, they are very loyal. They are very loving with us and they do have a beautiful purpose with us. And they are with us for a reason. So they don't just wait for us to open their cans and pet them and let them out. They really, really love us. And they do very important things for us. So if you don't have a cat, do you, is it something that you really should look at because of their connection that they have with you and your inner self? And, and you should really explore whether or not a cat is right for you? Yeah, what are the benefits? That's something that I'm. I would love to hear more about. I, what are the benefits of having a cat and and experiencing that? So the the benefits, the main benefits are that cats actually they they are in the love and joy frequencies, and they attune us to the higher frequencies. So they truly, when they live with us, they will enrich your home and you with the love and the joy frequency. So they will elevate your frequency and they will fill your house. And, and there's one adage and I really love that one. It says a home without a cat is just a house. <laughs> so they will make your home a home and they do have um, 
depending on what cat you have, they will work with you. They are healers. They are joy bringers. They are energy workers. Mm -hmm. They are our mirrors. They can mirror our own unresolved life topics back to us. Mm -hmm. They can be our muses where they, they teach us to be more in the love and joy, you know, more in the higher um, vibrations. So they have all these different um, purposes and all depending on which cat you need, at whatever stage in your life you are in, you will always get the right cat. So if you need a healer cat, you will a healer cat will find you. If you need a supporter, somebody who just supports you emotionally, like a dog kind of, that cat will find you or you will find that cat. You mm -hmm. always have the right cat in your life. So if you don't have one and you, you listen to this and you really feel this urge or you said, I've wanted to have a cat, but I didn't think it's the right time in my life. Just think again and um, just be open to it. And the universe will send you your cat. Okay. So so would you say uh, setting an intention, just putting it out there what you want? Or are there specific type of types of cats, depending on what you want and what you're looking for, that can make a difference? Mm -hmm. Well, they do say that cats are like a, um, like a box of candy. You never know what you're going to get, right? Mm -hmm. So... Um, <laughs> You may put, put put out that you want a cat that is very cuddly and that sits on your lap all the time and that's very cozy and, and just sits with you all the time. And then you might get a little kitten and you'll find out that kitten is the opposite of it. And the kitten doesn't want to be touched. The kitten just wants mm -hmm. to play. The kitten doesn't really want to be around you. But the universe, I always said the universe sends you the right cat. Apparently, you don't need the cat that is just sitting on you or with you. Mm -hmm. You need that cat that will teach you something whatever that cat teaches you. Some cats mm -hmm. teach us patience. So the universe, or you will always find the cat that you need. Not always the one you want, but the one that you need. I love that. Well, I got I to gotta ask you, because uh, this comes up from time to time, for especially for cat lovers, because their, their lifespan can be, I guess, up to about 20 years or maybe a little less. But what happens when you have a cat that you dearly love and it passes away? Uh, there's a uh, controversy, not really controversy, but the two schools of thought. One is, well, the, he was a good cat and a good life. But the other one is that if you go get another cat, that cat may be incarnated into the new cat. What do you think? Both is true. So I speak, I'm an animal communicator. I'm an intuitive. I speak with cats um, on, on in, in this world, and I also speak with cats in the afterlife. So both is really true. Some cats do come us, they reincarnate for us and with us. They come back to us in, in a new cat body when the time is right. Some can come actually right afterwards and some will come a few years later. And some cats are with us for that lifetime that they have with us and they do what it is they do for us in that lifetime. And then they cross over and they either stay on the other side or they come back for another person. Mm. I that's, love that. Yeah, that's uh, that's really interesting because I know people that dearly, dearly, dearly love mm -hmm. their cat, and when their cat passes, it leaves a hole in their life. Yes, and 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 getting a new cat may be, but I've talked to lots of people that that they get a new cat and they says, "You, this cat does the exact same things mm -hmm. as mm -hmm. the cat mm -hmm. that passed." Yes. Um, and so the, I guess the universe is out to take mm -hmm. care of us in that regard. 
Yeah. Yeah. So when, when cats have, when they have not fulfilled all their tasks with us, or if they, they are soulmates, some cats are truly our soulmates and they will come back to us. And yes, it's the indicator is either the cat looks the same or the cat does. Usually the cat, it feels the same way when you're with this cat, they do the same things. They have the same idiosyncrasies and then you'll just know. Some people just say, I, I don't know, but I just know this is my cat from my childhood or the cat that just passed away. Um, you usually just go into your heart and you will know. Go ahead, Dana. Well, so I've had an interesting experience. I have four boys and they love animals. They And a cat is something that has been doable. And I didn't know that I was leading up to a divorce this time, but there was a time a few years back that I was like, I just feel like we need a cat. Like, I just feel like we need one. And we ended up getting a, a cat and um, she was a beautiful gray cat. And then this other cat came into my life from, I went and stayed at a friend's house on a farm and just, he was just a wild cat. And I thought he was a she at first, um, but he was, he was a wild cat, but he'd come in and he just loved me. Like he sat on my lap and he's a long haired, really beautiful cat. So long story short, the, that cat lost its sister. They were moving. And so I ended up adopting this cat. So I bring this cat home and they, all of a sudden, the cats are not getting along. The cat that was already there started um, peeing and pooping in my living room and they were just having so many issues. I didn't know what to do. What would you say, like, what is that a sign of when a cat is doing that, when, when cats have that issue? And how do you resolve that? I, I wish I would have known then, but that's one of my mm -hmm. questions that I've had for a while. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it can be, uh, it can have a lot of reasons. Um, one can be actually physical reasons. You should always, when a cat starts to pee outside the litter box, you should always go take the cat to the vet and have them check for urinary tract infections or stuff like that. But mm -hmm. that being said, um, there are many emotional issues that can come up when you bring a new cat in. A lot of times it's when you don't make clear. I mean, cats actually have roles in our family. They have, it's like bringing a new coworker into the office and nobody tells you what that coworker does. And then you go, well, what's that? is that guy taking my job? Or, you know, what, what's going on here? Nobody explained anything to me. Uh -huh. So when you bring a new cat in, explain to both cats that um, they have, they have a role to fulfill. Tell your old cat that this cat does not tread on your toes. This cat is, I feel the new cat you brought in is a healer cat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And your old cat is more of a, your mirror, your, um, a lot of cats are mirrors and then they mirror our own stuff back at us. So mm -hmm. and I'm just putting it out there. I'm not saying that's what happened in your household, but yeah. a lot of times when cats fight, they mirror people in the family. Mm. They they kind of mirror the tension that's going on between family members and they're playing mm. it back to the humans because a lot of times we don't notice when we have tension in our home. Wow. And it could be between spouses, it can be between, you know, kids that are growing up or something. Mm. There's tension sometimes between humans mm. and we don't notice it. We just kind of, we do our stuff. We're always here, right? Mm. We're always thinking and doing mm -hmm. our stuff. We don't notice there's underlying tensions in the family and the household yeah. and the cats pick up on it and they want us to know. So they 
kind of mirror our behavior and they show, look, guys, this is what's going on between the people. We're just mirroring that. So I'm not saying mm -hmm. that's been going on for you, but right. a lot of times uh, when I have cats with issues that don't get along, they really mirror tension in the family. Mm, that makes so much sense. That actually is really helpful. We ended up um, giving her back to um, the place we got her from mm -hmm. and because um, that was required and so that she'd go to a good home. And then yeah. we kept... Um, who we named him Ollie and Ollie is like in love with my boys and my boys are in love with him. And I think he's been a healing force through the divorce. The, I mean, he let, he's a wild cat and he will let my boys hold him like a baby. Mm -hmm. Like they rock him like a baby. It's the cutest thing. It's so cute. Mm -hmm. He's definitely a healer cat and he's yeah. very, very, yeah. He's very, very high vibe and he's really bringing so many good vibes into your family. Oh, thank you now, so much. What happens on the other end of the spectrum when your cat runs away from home? <laughs> <laughs> that happened to me a couple of times. Really? Okay, well, same can be sometimes the, the, the frequencies in the house are too much for the cats or they, they feel they no longer need it or they want to... they. It, it causes and when our cat gets lost, it just does something with us. It just breaks something open, whatever it is that, that you know, any unresolved stuff that we need to go through. When the cat runs away, it's hard to explain. Um, it brings something out in us and it brings up topics that were, you know, that, that were kind of um, deep inside of us. And whatever it does when the cat runs away is what needs to break open for us emotionally. But that being said, sometimes truly cats can actually go and find a new home when they feel that they're they're not longer needed and when they feel their task is done and there's another human that needs them more. That's so fascinating. Cats, they really are independent, aren't they? They are. They're like, they are. I know my business here and I'm going to do it. Yeah. And <laughs> a, cat, a dog would never think of no. leaving their home and go somewhere else because yeah, they're no. so fixated on their person. Even if they get mistreated, they will still stay with their person. A cat that gets mistreated will just get up and leave. And like, like, I'm done. More. Wow. we didn't mistreat him honest we didn't no. it's, you know, um it's, it, by the way we're talking with uh sylvie um sterling and she's a cat whisperer and uh you, your information is so cool that i want to take the opportunity we don't often do this but i'm gonna take the opportunity to to uh, invite people to give us a call and to talk to you if they've got a cat issue or if they are worried about their cat. And uh, the, if the call-in numbers are right there across the screen, and Nathan's going to tell you what they are if you're just listening. Yeah, if you're listening to us on the radio and can't see what's on the screen, our phone numbers are 425-373-5527. And we have a toll-free number as well. That'll be one 888 298-5569. Again, you can call us at 425-373-5527 or toll-free 1-888-298-5569. And while we're waiting for a call, by the way, if you want to go to Sylvie's website, you can do that at sylviesterling.com. That's pretty easy. Um, and you spell Sylvie, S-Y-L-V-I-E, Sterling, 
cats.com and she you can find out all about her she's got a ton of information about cats and she's also got some programs that you can take part in and so that maybe you can uh, understand a little bit better about your cat and how they interact with you and and that, you know on your website it does say that a cat's eyes can look into your soul what do you mean by that mm-hmm. The, well, it's it's with any being, really. I mean, even if you look a person into the eye, it's really a look into their soul. And what we do in animal communication, I teach animal communication. So there's a class on my website. Um, it's really, we connect through the eyes. What you need to, to do animal communication, you need a picture of the cat or the dog and, and with the eyes where you can actually look into their face. And that's how you delve into and that's how you you connect and that's how you connect to their personality, to, to, to their core, to their soul. So it really is a look into their soul when you look into their eyes. Now, when you do a, cause you also do cats that have passed over. Yeah. Um, and what well, you don't do cats, you talk to cats that have passed yes. over. And, and so what, what is that experience like for them? To be on the other side, you mean? Yeah. The, to go through, cause you know, mm-hmm. we have no idea um, what what their view of death is, yeah. and is it like it is for us where we're, you know, scared to death or, well, I guess we would be scared to death. Anyway, <laughs> if we're really scared or if mm-hmm. uh, that's just part of the journey that they take. That, that's a very good question. So animals, um, I also work with dogs and with horses and, and um, but mainly with cats. But anyway, animals have a, they are more, They're not as scared as we are of dying. They understand, especially when they're sick or when they're older, they understand it's a part of life. It's a part of process. So, yes, I mean, your body will have the same reactions. Nobody, you know, you have reflexes and nobody wants to die really at the end of the day. But they are more relaxed about the process. They know when it's their time. They actually give me the actual comfort. They're, they give me messages of comfort to their humans. They tell me right before, and I've worked with cats right before they passed away. And they usually tell me, tell my human, I had a really good life. I've, I was loved. I had a good life. Um, I had everything that, that I could have, you know, dreamed of. And tell my human, it's okay. I'm ready to go. And then they, when they go through the process, they literally, they show me that when they fall asleep, um, they pass through this, there's this light that opens up, literally like a, a, a ball of light opening up. And then there's other cats usually standing on the other side and they're waiting for them. And then the body falls asleep, but they basically, they rise and they say, it's like waking up. Dying is not dying, it's not falling asleep, it's waking up. They show me how they basically, the body, they leave their body and everything lights up. And there's mm-hmm. colors and there's these other beings and they're being greeted by their, you know, their, their cats that passed away earlier. Or um, it really is, and it's really a beautiful experience the way they showed it to me. It's just hard for them. We see them go and then we see this body lying there, but they leave their body, it's like waking up. Mm-hmm. I can I tell you guys a real quick story. Mm-hmm. Um, my dog, uh, his name is Wesley. Was Wesley? 
and he was 14 and a half years old. He was a border collie. And when he was younger, I could take a uh, golf ball and I could hit it with a racket as hard as I could. And he would run and run and run and run and run. And he just loved that. At the end, I would throw the ball for him and he'd take five steps and lay down. And so he was old and his hips were, were gone and, and all kinds of problems. So, so I, I highly recommend that if it is that day that you call someone to come to your house, there are services where they will come to your house, they'll assess your, your animal, and then they will um, help and put it to sleep and then take the, the animal with them when they go. And then they'll bring you ashes and they can do all kinds of stuff. So it's much more comfortable for the animal. I've done it both ways, but it's much more comfortable for them if they're in their house. And I'm going to ask you about that in just a second. But that day that it happened, I was had my radio on and I listened to a particular radio station. But the songs that kept on playing were the theme of I'm going home. I'm happy to be going home kind of thing. And that was the message that I got, which was, hey, man, I had a good time, but it's time. I hurt. I hurt all the time, and it's time for me to go home. And that was their release to me. Now, am I delusional, or do you think that actually happened? That actually happened. You are well, well in tune with your higher guidance, and they gave you the right songs to listen to. Absolutely. He was ready to go. Um, it's important that we stay with them when they go, even when we have the vet come in, stay with them, hold them, you know, hold them in your arms. But they will usually let you know when it's time to go. And I would recommend if you're not sure if your cat or dog is ready to go, ask, I mean, ask your vet, obviously, but um, ask an animal communicator to connect and to find out are they, you know, is he in pain? Is he ready to go? You you made the right decision. I can feel it deeply in my heart. You made the right decision on the right day. Everything was fine. But if somebody's in doubt, ask an animal communicator. They can tell you, is the cat or dog in pain? Do they still want to live? Do they want to fight? Do they want to go? What do they need? Um, mm -hmm. I've worked with cats. There was a cat who was 21 years old, and everybody said, that cat needs to, you know, you need to put that cat to sleep. He was, he had dementia. The cat had dementia. He would pee all over the place. Mm -hmm. He, you know, he had a hard time walking. And everybody said, this is, this is really bad. What are you doing with your cat? You should put the cat to sleep. I've worked with the cat, and that cat had a good quality of life. Yes, he had dementia. Yes, he would sometimes forget. He would walk, walk around and say, what did I want to do? Kind of like a person with dementia. <laughs> but that cat, he was not in pain. He had a good quality of life. He enjoyed his food. He enjoyed petting and being there. And that cat lived another year when everybody else told the lady, you should put that cat to sleep because the cat looks like she, he's in pain and it's, he's not. So ask an animal communicator if you're not sure, unless it is just like it was for you. You just knew in your heart and you got the right signs. So you did absolutely mm -hmm. right on that day. And, it's, and I'll tell you, um, that's the one reason why I don't have another animal mm -hmm. is that that day I've had it twice that, that were, and it's the hardest days of my life. I know. Um, and it's, it's, it's so I, but at the same time, I miss the interaction. And yeah. I suppose that if I had a cat and didn't have a dog, the cat would be much happier with me. <laughs> Maybe. 
Well, just know that they always, they don't want us to, to sit there in mourning for a year or two or something. They want us to get another cat or a dog. They don't want us to be alone. Actually, sometimes they sent another cat into our life <laughs> or another dog so that we're not alone. They, yes, they do want us to keep their memory, obviously, but they don't want us to mourn and be alone for a long time. Sometimes they really, the universe senses new animals and it's okay. They don't want you to be alone. I feel your dog does not want you to be alone. I agree. I have felt that too for him. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you're ready for two cats after this conversation. You should always get two, by the way. I feel you're really? ready for two cats, not dogs. I, I know dogs Dogs are too much work for me now. Um, yeah. But I did want to ask you too, though, the other aspect is um, I had a, a reading with John Edward, uh, the mm -hmm. famous psychic. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about my dad and my dad had both my two dogs that had passed. They were with him. Is that possible? Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. They're together and, in the afterlife. Just like, you know, cats, dogs, you, they're all souls. Everybody's a soul. We all go to the same place. So yes, absolutely. And by the way, I got to tell you, folks, if you don't give us a call, Dana's going to give you the phone numbers right now. And you need to give us a call and have Sylvie talk to you. If you've got any questions about cats, what they do, what the, what they're not doing for you, anything at all, please give us a call. Dana, the phone numbers, please. The phone numbers are 425-373-5527. And you can call toll-free at one 888 298-5569. And we will be back with Sylvie, or uh, with, uh, yeah, so Sylvie Sterling. Oh, Jiminy Christmas. Yeah, I'm, I'm confused because I, it really does hurt when I, anyway. Um, we'll be back. We need to take a quick break, and uh, we'll be back with more. So give us a call during the break and make Nathan earn his pay. Uh, Do you need right. to boost your sales? Join our partnership program. Each quarter, we promote 10 partner businesses. What will you get? The company will produce one 30-second video for your business. Your website links on positivetalkradio.net and kmmedia.pro. One dedicated podcast or radio show per month. One video Instagram reel. One YouTube short. One 60-second clip for social media taken from your interview, and at least one commercial airplay per show. All podcast and video commercials are within the fabric of the show and will remain in the show forever. Visit kmmedia.pro to book a consultation today. When you want to say more than words communicate, you can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is anaturaldesign.com, connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. For being our appreciated listener, you can use promo code PTR20 at checkout to receive 20% off your order. anaturaldesign.com at your fingertips today. 
We believe in the power of telling your stories. We want to help yours be seen and heard. At the Pacific Northwest Collaborative Magazine, our purpose is to connect you to your community. Let's begin by celebrating the accomplishments of local artists featured in this brand new digital magazine. Here, you can learn about opportunities to creatively come together and support our local community and neighbors through the gift of art and service. If your business or organization would like to take part in this magazine, message us on Instagram at pnw.collab. You can download our free digital magazine at KM Media Pro today. Thank you to our dedicated fans. We are updating our live on-air schedule to make it super easy for you to hang out with us five days a week, Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We broadcast on YouTube, Facebook, and live on Fridays with Kixie 880 AM Seattle Live. You can find our library to binge all the podcast platforms. We can't wait to see you at 3 p.m. Monday through Friday, starting September 4th, Labor Day 2023. And welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. We've got a tremendous show for you today. Dana, what do you think? I'm loving this. I feel like I'm learning so much. And and I love learning new things. And man, I'm I'm like over here considering maybe I should get a cat. Two cats. <laughs> two. Two that already get along. If you get kittens, always get two. Always get two. Should they be from the same litter? It doesn't have to be from the same litter. It it works really well usually from the same litter because they know each other inside out. Um, but it can be from the same shelter or from the same place where they grow up. You can also put two kittens from two different uh, places together. When they're kittens, they usually get along. But it's just better to take two that are already bonded, that love each other deeply. Um, I wanted to get, when my, my cat passed away, I wanted to get only one kitten, although I knew better than to get one kitten. Um, my late cat, Lisa, she sent me, literally, she told me I needed to get that kitten, which was in another country, long, long story. But that little kitten said, I'm not going without my brother. So I ended up adopting two kittens, and um, it's the best decision I've ever made. <laughs> and I always tell my clients, please take two kittens that are already bonded, ideally. Mm. Well, speaking of two cats, Michelle from Woodenville has a question mm -hmm. about her two cats. Michelle, welcome to the show. Yeah, How are there. you? I'm great. Thank you. Good. And that's Sylvie right there. So I'll leave you to her. Yeah. Hi, Sylvie. I have uh, two cats, the ragdolls, Opal and Ollie. And uh, curious, since we were talking about, is this true? Could this be true? I had a, a Bengal cat that suddenly had passed, I was very close with, and I had heard the idea that you could have uh, that soul come back by just wishing it to be, commanding it to be, and so I was told that Opal is the soul of uh, my Bengal cat, Reverb. Is that true? I did get chills, so um, yes. Is that ragdoll behaving like a Bengal? <laughs> I know they are two different, very different... Um personalities right very very different cats but yeah um, they're very different personalities yeah it, i would not say that but i i have the sense when i look into her eyes because it was a male bengal um it feels like the energy of my my bengal so thank you for confirming yeah. that so i sounded a little out there but i thought i couldn't hurt to try and just wanted to hear it 
I guess, mm-hmm. a, another, I guess, confirmation. Mm-hmm. Now, the yeah. second part of that question is with Opal and Ollie. Um, they are from the same uh, breeder and possible litter in some capacity. But they, they love each other, and then they just fight. <laughs> and then Ollie will get his hackles up, and he goes from licking her and loving her to, like, you know, fighting her. And so I didn't know if there was anything, you know, going on with Opal and Ollie as far as their dynamics. Well, I would say brothers, right? Um, what happens is well, when she's you... she's a female. I mean, yeah. again, Opal is, in, in, well, by all sense, matter, she is the female and he's the male, so... Okay, so who's who's biting and fighting who? Mostly Ollie is the male. Yeah. Um, they're both usually, ragdolls. Um, yeah, so usually and, what happens is that they grow up together and they, they, they fight and they play fight, right? And then they get older and the, the males, they, they like to wrestle and they like to fight even when they get older. And the females usually say, no, you know, just I'm, I'm not a kid anymore. Leave me alone. I just want to do my own <laughs> stuff. So it's not unusual for brothers and sisters to kind of get into these wrestling matches and the brother bothering the sister a little bit when they get older. Um, it it's all depends on how they handle it. I feel they do have a very strong bond. I feel that they are showing some tension also going on within you. Do you live alone or, or do you live with somebody? I feel somebody's very high strung in the house. Yes, that's the husband, high strung. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. So somebody's very high strung. Somebody's carrying uh, the weight of the world on their shoulders, or a lot of a lot of responsibility, um, and they are picking up that tension. So whenever they fight, take that as a barometer. Tell you know, just look at your husband. Say, okay, where where are you tense right now? Can you relax? Can you unwind a little bit? They will show you when you are not relaxed. So got it. Um, yeah, when does they it affect fight, me and them? Okay, got it. Okay. I never yeah. thought the cats I know dogs do that, but I didn't really, I guess, connect it with the cats. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, they they love each other. There's no reason to change anything with them. You can always kind of uh, you know, lure him away, uh, throw a toy for him or something, throw a pair of old socks so they can, you know, yeah, he can, he can go and play in like a punch, punch, punching ball or something. Uh, you can make okay. him offers and throw him a toy and just just get him away from her so she has her peace and quiet. But okay. I feel she knows That's how to good. handle herself too. I feel that she when does. it gets it's too much, that she will put her foot down. No, yes, she does. It's that it's a it's a sound that's like a blood curling. You know, feels <laughs> awful. I feel bad for her. Uh, mm-hmm. Absolutely. But she knows how to put her foot down, so she she, she will does. tell him off when it gets too much. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Yep, absolutely. You have two beautiful souls with you. What's that? You have two beautiful souls there with you. and um, Oh, thank you. Yeah, I feel that. Love hearing it, though. Michelle, thank you so much for giving us a call. We really appreciate it. Thank you for taking it. Be well. You, you. You as well. That does open up a phone line. And Michelle, or uh, Dana's going to give you the phone numbers again. Yes, those numbers are 425-373-5527 or toll-free at 1-888-298-5569. And can I just say one of my favorite things you said, Sylvie, which I think applies to us as humans too, was uh, when they're fighting, 
throw something as an offering to distract or to move your attention away. And it's kind of the same thing when we invite those around us to relax or into something. It's like, we just get to throw out an offer and then they choose, right? They get yeah. to choose. And, and that's one pie, right? <laughs> yeah. Like you can't force it or make it happen. And mm -hmm. I just thought that was a beautiful connection and a good reminder for me of like, oh yeah, just make offerings, but we kind of reinforce that. And that's a beautiful thing to just surrender and let go. And the cats are mirrors teaching us things about ourselves. That's, that's so beautiful. That is, I mean, what is this, what is this reflecting to me about me? There's so much you can learn from that by having these animals is, is what I'm gathering today. So thank you for that. Yeah. So, so Sylvie, it appears now you can verify this, that cats have boundaries yes. and if you cross their boundaries, you're liable to, uh, mm -hmm. um, cause them to respond in a, uh, in a way that they understand how to get you to stop doing what you're doing. Do they have boundaries? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Well, some cats are the lovey-dovey ones and you can pet them all day long and touch them all day long and they won't do anything. But a lot of cats, um, they have boundaries. Yes, they want you to touch them, but uh, they're on their own terms. And sometimes when it gets too much, they will let you know. They will raise their paw or they will bite you a little bit. You know, sometimes some, some cats, they have this little bite where they just go, hmm, they just put their teeth on you to tell you to stop. Um, and they will usually let you know when they want their peace and quiet, when they don't want to be touched. And um, what what's beautiful is that the cats shared with me lately that um, the cats are here to teach us. The, the cats are here. They help us become our best selves. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering, what does it mean? The cats help us become our best, the best version of ourselves. And they... They just told me lately that we, when we're around cats, we try to be on our best behavior, which ties in what, with what you just said, right? I mean, with dogs, we, we kind of give them command, and I don't want to put down any dog lovers, or, or I love dogs too, but they're just different. So with dogs, we think they need commands, we think they need us to, you know, to, to put down boundaries and stuff. With the cats, we try to be on our best behavior. We will approach them carefully. We will pet them when they don't want us. We, we try to be on their best behavior when we're on cats, right? We, we kind of treading lightly. We say, oh, my God, I don't want to disturb the cat. We walk quietly in the house when the cat is asleep. And when we approach them, we try to be on our best behavior. We try to, to does the cat like me? Can I touch you? And they make us be on our best and most intuitive behavior. And I thought that was just really interesting that, yeah, we, we are at our best run cats, right? Mm -hmm. While with dogs, we just tend to be, okay, well, just do, do, do what I want you to do, which there's nothing wrong with that. But cats say they help us become the best version of ourselves. But you can't, <laughs> I've learned this from personal experience. You can't treat a cat like you want to treat the dog. No. So, you know, so if you can, if the dog will, you'll, go pet the dog and he loves it and and he'll roll over and he'll pet his tummy and stuff the cat is not may not feel the same way but if you treat them that way they're going to let you know that nah i'm sorry you go talk to the dumb dog i'm not going to do that for you. <laughs> yep they say you respect my space get out of my <laughs> now i'll just leave and they just leave and the dog will let you roll them around um and and let you do what you want to do 
But um, yeah, well, cats. Some cats are like dogs. Actually, some cats are dogs in a cat's uh, in a cat's body. There's yeah. actually crossover sometimes. A cat's soul can come back in a dog body and the other way around. So there are actually cats that are like dogs. And these might be dog souls in the cat body. I have wondered that because my boys can get their cat. They, they use shrimp and they can get him to sit and to stand up and, and go for the shrimp and to twirl, like twirl around and then they give him the shrimp. And I'm like, that is so much like a dog. <laughs> That is so fascinating. And he does it and he loves it. Like that cat. I'm like, you're somewhat like a dog. That's fascinating. He likes shrimp. He does really like, I mean, he, he gets treated like a king over there at their house. So he's very, very lucky. One of the questions that I do have, Sylvie, that I've noticed about me is um, this is it. And it's a fascinating thing with cats you know, when, when you're like petting a cat and then all of a sudden it like, well, cats do this to me sometimes where they turn and they just claw at you. And Sylvie, I literally feel betrayed when that happens. There's this feeling of like, oh, I was being nice. Why did you do that to me? And there's this feeling inside. It's so interesting. Logically, I know it's not personal. Emotionally, it feels personal. And I was like, huh, I wonder what that means. And so I'm open to any insight if there is any. I feel that way with a lot of animals, though, scared that they're going to turn on me. Mm -hmm. Well, if that is a hidden fear inside of you, that you're scared that the animal might turn on you, then the cat will basically manifest that fear or show you that fear. Mm -hmm. um, and, and just when you relax, there's just something unresolved for you. Just when you're you afraid of animals, they will show you, they will manifest that for you. And but yeah. he he does it in a, they, they do it in a very mild manner. They're doing it not to hurt you, they're just kind of reminding you that that fear is still there. Hey, that's still there. Knock knock. Hey, mm -hmm. I see it, it's still there. Wow. That is a lot so of times, interesting. Yeah. A lot of times cats also shows boundaries where with where sometimes there's people who have no boundaries. I've worked with people who say that people walk all over them. They have this, I don't know, people, they just don't have boundaries. And then the cats will show them boundaries. They the cat will show them how to set boundaries, basically. When they pet their cat, the cat will bite or scratch. And then I say, Your cat shows you to set boundaries. They are doing it for you so that you know how to do it. Wow. As a recovering people pleaser, that's really valuable for me. <laughs> I had a had a friend that that uh, had a cat that uh, was uh, complaining because the cat would pee in her shoes, mm -hmm. and uh, was that because the cat was making a statement that I'm unhappy with you? Uh, it's it can be it, it can be different things um sometimes when they pee in shoes it's to show that they they don't want their human to go out into the world uh because sometimes the people come back and they're all stressed out or just leaving in the morning for their job get some really stressed out and they don't know how stressed out they are when they leave in the morning so the cat might pee in the shoes just mm -hmm. tell them to you know don't go because you hate to go out there right that can be, um, that's actually very common, that when cats pee in shoes, they show that the person has stress when they put on the shoes and go out. Can you imagine the thought process that the cat's going through when that happens? It's like, I, you know, every time she comes home, she's all stressed out. So I know 
I'll make it so that she can't go out. So I'm going to pee in her shoes. Incredible healers. Wow. I tell you. Uh, it's wow. and by the way, if you want to go find Sylvie, you can go to sylviesterling.com and uh, she's got all kinds of things for you. Uh, do you have anything special that you would like to tell our 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 listeners and or viewers about? Mm-hmm. Well, I encourage you to to take my free gift. The free gift is the the booklet, the Ten Cat Archetypes, and it explains all about your cat's purpose. And your cat really wants you to understand what the cat does for you. They really want their humans to know what their purpose is. So you go to my website, go to the free gift section or um, and download the 10 cat archetype booklet. There's also a little quiz there that you can take. Um, what is your cat's purpose with you? And I really encourage you to, to take that free gift, find out what your cat does for you. And um, you'll be so much better off and you'll understand yourself so much better. And that being said, I have several offers on my website. I have an animal communication class. I have a holistic healing class coming up. Um, but start with the cat's purpose and then work your way from there. If I, if somebody said, like I'm about to say to you, I think I'm going to go get a couple of cats. Where do I go? I would always suggest go to a shelter. I do not, and I'm sorry if breeders are here listening to this. Um, I just think the shelters are full of cats, and there are still kill shelters in this country. Uh, so if nobody takes the cat, you know, um, I always encourage you to go to a shelter, to go to an organization. They have, if you say you want kittens, they usually also have kittens or young cats. Um, and just Go to these places or look online and just go with your heart, whatever you And I've heard of people who went to a shelter and they wanted to have a female young black cat and they're left with an, an old white male <laughs> cat because the cat picks you. So um, check with shelters, check with organizations, rescue organizations, and then let the cat pick you or, or try to bypass the brain and go with your heart. There's a cat that sits on your lap and will not leave you. Then that cat is for you. The cats are smarter than we are. They know. Um, they 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 don't go through all of this here. They go through here. So the cats know. I'm your cat. You got to take me. So follow your heart. And when you go do that and you bring a couple of cats home, what is the best bathroom situation for them to have? Same litter box, separate litter boxes, uh, any particular type of litter, any of that kind of stuff. Okay, so you should always have several litter boxes, ideally not in the same place, around the house. If you have a two-story home, one upstairs, one downstairs, at least two litter boxes. Some say you have to have one more litter box than cats, um, but if you have four cats, that's five boxes. In my experience, it's not necessary, but you should have at least two or three in different places. Open, they should not be closed. The cats do not like to be in that small enclosed space basically think from the cat's point of view and not from our human point of view. We like to have it closed because then we don't have to smell and we don't have to look at it, right? Cats do not like closed boxes. Most of them don't. So have an open face box, put it in a quiet place, have at least two or three, change the, you know, just clean it two or three times a day um, and just see what your cats are doing. If it all depends on the cats. Some cats are happy with two, some cats need more litter boxes. Just see what your cats are doing and how it works for you. 
And when you when you say two or three times a day, that's a, so you can't leave the litter box there and clean it two or three times a month. That no. doesn't work as well. No. Well, you have to clean it as in, you know, take out whatever was being put in several times a day, at least twice a day. And then you change the, the, the entire litter box. You change it maybe once a month or so, all depending on what it looks, what it looks like. You know, um, your cats may be very tidy. Your cats may, <laughs> you know, um, may need more frequent cleaning. But just clean it a couple of times a day and then change everything, I would say, once a month. That's good information right there, Dana. That's great. I love that. I, I, I'm just over here soaking it up. <laughs> so much. Well, and you know, it's, it's interesting because Dana and I uh, work together uh, quite a little bit. And so she, she knows that, that I'm supposed to have a, an animal. And yeah. uh, I haven't she, done it just because it, it I'm two. Two. Um, I see two cats coming into your life. <laughs> Are, yes. are any are any of them my my favorite dog Crockett? In any, any of them coming? Does Crockett want to come back and be a cat? You should ask Kevin for that. You can ask. Yeah. You should ask. You should go within. Do your meditation if you do meditations or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but just send it out. Just ask. Ask them to come back. Was he? Yeah. I see a white. A white was your white dog. White cat. I see a white cat for you and. He was a he was a white dog. He was oh. a uh, Australian Shepherd Labrador mix. And by the way, I was just told by my dad that I can't have him. <laughs> uh, but you can share. Share. <laughs> you can share. You can ask for him to come back. Yeah, yeah no. My dad. My dad says no. He's a dog's dog, and uh -huh. I don't want him to be a cat. <laughs> well, okay, let's leave then. it up to him. <laughs> Ask yeah. him the dog. But I did see a white fluffy cat for you. And maybe Look. there's something else that you need, Kevin, that's not that dog. Maybe there's some uh, different cat that's best for you. Well, I will go and there's a shelter by me and I'll 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 go and, and see if there's a cat that calls my name. Thank or you, Sylvie. Thank you for your efforts because I've been encouraging this for a while. You're welcome. Thank you for your wisdom. And and by the way, go to her website again. It's it's sylviesterling.com and pick up that sounds like really a lot of fun. The the free ebook to talk about the archetypes. Talk about a few of the archetypes that are cats. Mm -hmm. So we have the obvious ones, the lover, the lovey dovey ones. We have the joy bringers. They are the ones that are just entertainers and they're so lovable and so cute that all they do is they give us joy. We have the healer. A very serious one. We have the energy worker who will clean, cleanse your house of negative energies. We have the mirror. Those are the ones that are very tricky because they will mirror everything unresolved back to you. And whatever you you whatever you go through, your cat will show you that you go through. Oh, so you can learn together. Yeah. Um, there's teachers. There's others. Um, it's really, really interesting. That's fun. Now, do you recommend getting one of those uh, uh, great big uh, cat uh, uh, jump around things that that uh, cats can cat play things. on? Absolutely, yes. You need a cat tree, absolutely. So At least they, one. will that keep them from killing your couch? Yes, yes. It needs to be a proper cat tree where they can properly scratch and exercise, mm -hmm. and then they will usually leave your couch alone. 
And if they still then put the cat tree next to the couch, I always recommend put something scratchy, a scratch board next to the furniture where they claw, give them, make them an offer, just mm -hmm. like the pie, right? Who wants pie? Uh, make them an offer, put something scratchy next to the furniture where they want to scratch so they can be in the place, but leave your furniture alone. Oh, darn it. We're going to run out of time, but I have to ask you, catnip, good thing, bad thing. Most cats love it. Some cats, I have two cats now, they hate, they don't like catnip. Uh, yes, they love it. Usually 90% of cats love it. Unless they're very little, they do not start to re respond until they're a year or two old. Hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. You're the, you've been very helpful, Sylvie. Again, um, your website is sylviesterling.com. Go there, get all the information you need. I want to thank you for being here. And thank thank you, Dana. You had, you had so, not only do you dress the show up, you add a lot to it, by the thank way. Thank you. And this is the perfect time of year. If you're getting a cat for any of your children as a gift for every, anyone, pair it with Sylvie's information. Pair it together so that the person that you're giving the cat to is informed. That's one of the best things you could do. Don't just surprise them with the cat. Teach them. Exactly. And Dana, would you like to take us out? Do you know the phrase to use? Uh, Kevin, you should do that. <laughs> okay, I will. And I want to thank everybody for being here. We will see you at three o'clock on Kixie. And by the way, be kind to one another because each other's all we've got. We'll see you at Kixie at three.